Hey, it's AndyCast48. But first, this public service announcement. AndyCast listeners are reminded to refrain from consumption of hot beverages while listening to this podcast. Failure to comply may result in coughing, gagging, nasal expulsion, and damage to clothing and furniture and small domestic pets. Thank you and enjoy the show. It's AndyCast! It's AndyCast! It's the AndyCast! It's the AndyCast Podcast! With your host, Andy Bildu! Tonight, another uninformed biography! All your favorite ponytails... Hello and welcome, yes, welcome once again to another AndyCast, AndyCast number 48 for those of you keeping score. want to welcome all of, our, all of our brand new listeners who are joining us from Twitter, welcome folks. And I should be tweeting right now, but I decided to, you know, sort of pay attention to what I'm doing this show and uh, sort of try and put out a show. I'm not going to babble too much here, we've got too much stuff going on, too much time, not enough time, I don't know what the hell's going on. Anyways, here we go. And now, from the Anticast News Center, with today's top stories, here's Rolly Stromboli. Hello, I'm Rolly Stromboli, and welcome to today's top stories. The animated logo of London's Jigsaw-style 2012 Olympics logo was removed from the official website Tuesday, following concerns it could trigger epileptic, bleh, following concerns it could trigger epileptic seizures. Having seen the logo, I was surprised it wasn't pulled to reduce nausea and vomiting, but that's just me. In a totally unrelated story, a German man tries to jump on the Pope-mobile as the Pope was tooling around with his shields down. Apparently, the man was not trying to harm the Pope in any way. However, he was hungry and mistook the Pope for Colonel Sanders. Congratulations to the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, who won NHL's top trophy, the Stanley Cup, for the first time in franchise history. I have a clip from the coach's mom when asked about the cup itself. That's a lovely one. And finally, Bob Barker has ended his 35 years as host of The Price is Right the daytime game show with fabulous cash and prizes. So, Bob, come on down and keep on going. And that's it for AndyCast Headline News. I'm Rolly Stromboli, hoping you enjoy the rest of the show. Hi, this is Danny from the Truth Seekers podcast at www.truthseekerscast.com, and you're listening to the Uninformed Biography with your host, Pete Moss. That Pete, he's a seeker at heart. He really likes to get to the core of who he thinks someone should be. The uninformed biography. Who knows how it really went down anyway? The uninformed biography. Who the hell knows how it went down anyway? Hello.
Hello and welcome once again to yet another uninformed biography. I'm your host, Pete Moss. Very few in the podcasting community have made as big a contribution to the burgeoning social media scene like that new media mogul known corporally as C.C. Chapman. And have you ever wondered what exactly the C.C. stands for? We've got an answer to that and more equally unfound tidbits as we peel back the layers of the onion that is C.C. Chapman. As this is an uninformed biography, we will present a brief biography of C.C. with absolutely no research, nor any contact with him whatsoever and without his knowledge or consent. All uninformed biographies are presented for pure entertainment purposes, and any information that is in fact correct is purely coincidental and unintentional. Any rebroadcast in full or in part without the consent of the Anticast podcast, though probably unlikely, is not a good idea anyway. And, as always, please, no wagering. So turn your attention to the center ring, grab yourself, and then grab an ice-cold beverage of your choice, ease the feet out of the Barker lounger, and get ready to understand all that there is to know about the one and only C.C. Chapman. C.C. was born at a very early age and recalls very little of his early life, which, for C.C., is probably a good thing. Born the only son of carnival employees known as Carnies, Cece was born into a family steeped rich in the family entertainment industry. Cece's great-great-great-great-aunt Christy Canyon Chapman had this to say. That's a lovely one. See, that's, that's the street that we lived on. But I can't remember where. <laughs> I don't know why it looks like that. Everybody tells me it looks so different. Eh? To me, it's all just the same. That's enough, the both of you. The Chapman family's claim to fame is quite prestigious and historically dating back to the early 20th century. They are the sole manufacturers and suppliers of those tiny weeny clown cars that seem to seat an endless supply of clowns at the circus. It seems that at Chapman Clown Cars, each tiny vehicle is custom made by the Chapman family and personally delivered to whatever clown ordered it. This is done to ensure that the secret of how so many clowns fit into such a tiny space is kept. It was when the circus made its way to Boston, Massachusetts in the United States of America that the world would be forever changed. Carl Cleon Chapman and his marvelous wife Colette Carmen Chapman were en route to deliver the latest order to the Dingling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus with the newest addition to the Circus Clown Motor Pool. Meanwhile, Colette Carmen was about to make a delivery of her own, several weeks early. As Carl Cleon raced to deliver the vehicle, the unborn Chapman had other ideas and decided enough was enough and was quite eager to leave his womb without a view. As luck would have it, this very little being kindly delayed his arrival until after his panicking parents had made it to the circus to deliver the clown car. Having successfully and safely delivered the vehicle to an ecstatic clown troop, the parents-to-be were whisked off to Madge, the bearded lady's quarters, as she was the only registered midwife with a full beard and moustache. Several grueling hours of relentless moaning and groaning could be heard across the entire circus site, as Carl Cleon sat through several scenes of senseless clown mime skits, rethinking the old media notions that mime is money and a mime is terrible thing to waste. A short while later, a small, bouncing baby boy was born. And bouncing is meant in its most literal sense. It seems the seals with their handlers had wandered into Madge's trailer, having heard Carl Cleon's wails and barks, 
which the seals mistook for a long-lost family members. Arriving just as the young child was born, the elated seals celebrated the new arrival as seals do with their pups. Hans the male seal immediately nabbed the infant from an unsuspecting madge and hoisted the newborn onto his nose and played an affectionate game of human in the middle as the young child was carefully tossed from seal to seal, much to the delight of the young boy. Several hours later, as the infant lies asleep in his mother's arms, the question as to what to name the child came up. Carl Cleon was pulling to have him named a junior, but Colette Carmen was having none of it. Still, the need to refer to this object expelled from her loins, sleeping in her arms as something more affectionate than the object expelled from my loins, was indeed warranted. As luck would have it, outside the window, Colette Carmen could hear the hustle and bustle of the circus, including the snack vendor offering peanuts, popcorn, and crackerjack, and various other high-fat, high-sugar confections. It was then that Colette Carmen called her husband Carl Cleon to her side, pointed out the window, and together they knew in an instant the name of their child. He would be called Cece for short. Both parents smiled, shared an affectionate kiss, and hugged baby Cece tightly. And the rest, as they say, is history. CC is the host of several fine audio and video podcasts and can be found at www.cchapman.com. I've been your host, Pete Moss. You don't think I'd leave you hanging? CC's full name? None other than Cotton Candy Chapman. I've been your host, Pete Moss. May the stars always be above you unless you are upside down. Uninformed biography Who knows how it really went down anyway The uninformed biography Who the hell knows how it went down anyway And now it's time for Moon Weather And now for today's Lunar Weather Report a low of minus 100 Celsius, a high of 140 Celsius, 0% chance of precipitation. All right, as the music from Derek K. Miller from the Pen Machines podcast fires up, no, it is not time for the dinky casts. No, it's not. It's time now to go back to last time's poll. Uh, it's been about uh, 487 days since the poll's been up, and I want to thank everyone who's come out and uh, give it a shot. Ah, okay. The question, if I refresh my memory, is what? What's the oddest place you've woken up? We had uh, a whopping 23 people come up and sign up. I think it's a record for the number of uh, contributed answers. Uh, nobody woke up in a laundromat. One person woke up in Welland, Ontario. Thanks, Mom. Another person woke up on the seventh green of a golf course. Okay, I hope that that worked out for them. Uh, one other person uh, woke up under an idling tractor in an orchard, in an apple orchard, topless. I pray to goodness that it was a guy. One person woke up in a ponytail. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Another person woke up at Texan Edna Boyle's Prairie Warehouse and Curio Emporium. I don't know where that is, nor do I really want to know. Somebody else woke up in a cheese shop. Um, and someone's woken up none. 
N O N. Maybe they meant N U N nun. Ah, typo. Okay. They woke up in a nun. I don't know what that means. Somebody else woke up in a dumpster? I think a lot of us have, and just not not claiming it. Someone else uh, woke up in the driver's seat of their car in park with the engine still running. Ah, gotta watch out for that carbon monoxide here, kids. Someone else woke up on a train at the end of the run. Did they run into the train, or were they on the train? I don't understand. Anyways, somebody else woke up on a pool table in a closed bar. Okay. Somebody else woke up in baggage claim uh, at O'Hare Airport on an army cot. Okay. Ah, someone woke up in a stairwell all covered in puke. Thanks. That's something I really didn't need to know. Somebody else woke up in a bakery. At least you're not going to starve to death in a bakery. Hope you like bread. Two people woke up face down on a living room floor of someone else's apartment hung over. I think uh, face down, someone else's apartment, and hungover, I think those are all kind of grouped together. Two other people woke up at a bus stop in a part of town they didn't recognize during rush hour. Yikes. Two other people woke up in a hotel closet. <laughs> I wonder if they were together. Huh. Interesting. And topping the poll, a whopping three people said that the oddest place they've woken up was in bed. Okay. Well, that wraps up the last time's poll. Next week's poll. Um, how about what animal are you glad does not fly? So next week, let's talk about what animal. Well, let's find out what you think. What animal are you glad does not fly? Check the Anycast site at www.anycast.net or just anycast.net. You know, whatever. Uh, we'll check you out next time. Well, the old brontosaurus on the wall tells us it's about time to head out. Thank you very much for listening. I just got a few more thank yous here. I want to thank Danny from the Truth Seekers podcast for her uninformed biography intro and for a great comment on the Anticast shite, shite, site for show number 47. I want to thank my brother Mike for the lunar weather update. And uh, we'll see if we can get him to contribute uh, that weather forecast for the moon. Uh, this, this intro music, this background music kind of loud. Ah, that's a little better. Okay, we have a we have a voicemail from uh, Dan jo- Dan Johnson Jr. Let's have a listen. Hey, Andy, this is Dan Johnson, Daniel Johnson Jr. on Twitter and elsewhere online. I wanted to call because I thought you were from Canada, and I guess I, I, I guess I think you are, but you live in the United States now. And I was wondering if uh, Pete Moss might, has ever done. Have you ever considered uh, asking Pete Moss to do an unofficial biography? or uninformed biography of you. Just an idea. Take care, and make it a great day. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, this is uh, Daniel Johnson, Jr. from Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, thank you, Dan. Of course, Dan is from the Journey Inside My Mind podcast. We'll have a link to that at the show notes for the show. And Dan, yes, indeed, you got it bang on the money. I am a Canadian living and working in the U.S. Uh, can you not tell about my outrageous accent, you silly boy? And actually, your question dovetails very nicely into a comment that Clinton left on the Clinton from the Comedy Forecast uh, podcast. That actually he left a, a similar kind of comment, asking if there's some sort of uninformed uh, autobiography. Uh, well, well, first off, Dan, you know Pete's just a, a voice I do, right? It's not really another 
physical persons. It's all me. But anyways, um, there have also, there have already been uh, a couple of uninformed biographies. Uh, Karen from uh, over at uh, Dry Shave, uh, she recorded a whole version herself and we threw it up in the show. That was around Anticast 35. Uh, and a second one was written specifically for the show by my good pal Rusty Bender, who uh, who no longer has an active podcast, but uh, but he's a really cool guy. And we recorded, uh, put that one up on uh, show number 36. Check the show notes and you can have links to those. And you know what? It's probably time for, for someone else to contribute. So if anybody wants to step up to the plate and uh, and give it a good pitch, um, we'll put it up here. Um, we'll, uh, you betcha. Also, want to thank uh, Somacow Jeff. I don't know what Somacow is. I haven't haven't had a chance to listen to that, but I'll uh, have a listen to that, and we'll have a link to his show in the show notes. And I've done a few um, contributions to other shows, and one of those contributions was a promo for a very special podcast, Podcast SoCal, by a very special person. Here's it. Here it is. Hello, this is Arnold the Governor talking to you right now, and I have some very important news coming to you right now. You need to listen up. Stop what you're doing. Listen to what I'm saying. The words that are coming out of my mouth and going into your ears, you need to listen to them very, very nice. I'm talking about PodCamp. PodCamp Southern California. It's coming to my state, and I will not be there, but you must be there. It is going to be the day before the Portable and New Media Expo in Ontario, California, September 27, 2007. That's this year. That's this September. It's coming. You better be there. If you're not, I will hunt you down. It's being sponsored by the Orange County Podcasters and the LA Podcasters. They are very nice folks. I know them personally. Those guys rock. They really rock. And if you do not go, I will find you and take your head and put it between my butt cheeks and squeeze it tight and never pop your head off. So you must go. Podcamp, Southern California. Thursday, September 27th, in Ontario, California. The same place that the Portable and New Media Expo is going to be going on. You need to go there. If you do not go, I will hunt you down. I will. You've seen Predator. I'm a very good hunter. And you can find all the information you ever wanted to know about PodCamp Southern California if you go to podcampsocal.org. .org. No, not what you're thinking. It's not an org. It's not! But go there. podcampsocal.org. You'll dig it. Yes, you will indeed dig it. If you are going to be in Southern California for the Portable and New Media Expo in September, uh, towards the end of September, I don't remember the exact dates. It'd probably be nice to have those right in front of me. But you just heard them, so why bother to my, my mind? Anyways, if you're there, I plan on being there. Uh, hopefully, uh, a whole bunch more people will be there. It should be a good time. Uh, it's a great, great, it's a great event. And uh, podcasts are very special. Um, I want to th- welcome all the all the fan all the folks from uh, Twitter who uh, who'll be listening to this. Uh, welcome, folks! And if you want to follow me on Twitter, just go to twitter.com/andycaster and click the little add button. I haven't been working too much in my uh, personal blog, andy.andycast.net, but uh, I do have a, a latest entry there. Where I did a little little bitch session, but you know, so what? That's me. Um, and again, if you want to leave a comment on any of the shows or see the show notes for the links to the various things that I've spoken about, uh, you can go to andycast.net and leave a comment or just read. And uh, you can also uh, leave a voicemail like Dan uh, did just a little while ago. You can call 206-339-2639. That's 206-339-A-N-D-Y. I hate those things that have letters and X. I can never... F- you're looking at the phone, you're trying to... A- so it's don't listen to me. Don't two zero six three three nine two six three nine. You can dial at any time. And you know what? A K seven number is a terrible thing to waste. You can also send email 
self-recordings, self-portraits, portraits of your city's skyline, or anything else to anycast at gmail.com. Hey, and if you're listening on the Anycast site, I, I, yeah, you, yeah, you, you're, I know you are. You're listening because you don't, you don't, never mind. If you, and you know, if you have a microphone, uh, you know, attached to your computer, just hit the old, uh, the old, uh, audio button there or, or, or the MyChingo, uh, and as always, if you like what you've heard here this time or any time, um, have a friend come over and, uh, you know, come over for tea or, or for coffee or for or a couple of brews and listen to an anti-cast and, um, but, but, you know, make sure that it's not hot beverages because, you know, we don't want any uh, nasal expulsion or anything like that. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for staying subscribed and we'll see you very, very soon. Thank you very much once again for stopping by and we'll catch you out next time. Bye-bye. The Anticast is a member of the fine family of podcasts found at www.bazmakaz.com. B-A-Z-M-A-K-A-Z.com.